Final five seconds, six-point game. Here comes Jones. Outside it goes. Three. Card! What a shot! Bane! The rookie! It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. All right, all eight NBA playoff series have played a game. So where is the series value? You can make a case uh, on a favorite or a dog. I want to go over all eight of these uh, with my co-host Ryan Horvat there. I'm Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670, the show at BetQL Daily Horvat at Ryan Horvat. We are live on the Bet1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page as well. Um, do you plan on jumping in on some of these teams? They they don't have to be down 1-0. There is such a thing as value on a team in with a series price that uh, takes the 1-0 series lead, and maybe that's the best number you're going to find all series because they're going to move on. No, I mean, not really. If I was going to, like if I had any interest in playing the Knicks, now would be the time to do so. And then with Denver, because a lot of people really like the Nuggets in that series, but I wasn't sold on Denver just without- Well, we're going to go we're going to go over all of them. I'm yeah, just I'm just asking if you're going to be placing so, any series bets at I mean, this point. I'll tell you this, man, I wish that I hadn't played the Lakers already because I would be all over them today. Is 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 plus 10? Well, I don't see Where is that at now? Cuz I'm seeing a lot of minus 120s. Okay. Because every everyone and their mother's betting on the Lakers now. Man, and see, that's kind of what scares me over to the side of the Phoenix Suns. The Suns looked damn right yesterday. Right. You know I mean? But um, I kind of figured that would be the case because I saw it posted last night, like like two hours after the game was when I saw the plus 110 for L.A. That makes sense because since then, uh, on social media, on Twitter, everybody's jumping on the Lakers. I'm like, when you're getting LeBron James in the first round of a playoff series at that price, though, it makes complete sense. And you don't expect Anthony Davis to be that bad. But the only thing that scares me with the Lakers, man, is like, who else is there? Who else is there to score the basketball? Kuzma didn't even score yesterday. The guard play is brutal. I knew the loss of Rondo. People laughed. I said, the loss of Rondo is going to kill them. He's a completely different player in the playoffs. And uh, it's it's proved so, man. Even Dwight Howard, like losing Dwight Howard was a big loss for them too. I'm not even, I'll be honest. Let, let's go over these. We'll start in the West. I'm not interested in betting that serious price right now. I know a lot of people are jumping on them uh, for reasons you just gave. And uh, current price, minus 120, minus 124, Suns plus 100. I think the Suns can absolutely win this series. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So not one of the, not one that, uh, that really grabs my interest. Now, the Lakers go down 2-0. Well. We might get a decent price, but but I wonder if we would really get a true price on that series because they know the avalanche of Lakers money is coming. Right, exactly. And and that's kind of what I'm thinking happens. You know, I want to jump on the Lakers right now, but thinking about it, I could see Phoenix, especially with that home crowd, taking two. And then L.A. going back home, evening things up, and then it's a completely different series. I could see that happening, though. I could legitimately see Phoenix taking game two. I, I need to know more about Chris Paul's injury. But if DeAndre and that's see, that's the X factor. Is DeAndre Ayton going to play like he played yesterday in every game in this series? I don't yeah. know how L.A. matches that. I mean, he was a monster on the glass, scoring in the paint. So it's going to come down to him. Also in the West, let's look at uh, the other game from yesterday. Utah goes down 1-0, but they are still heavy, heavy favorites for the series. Minus 335 favorites. 
Memphis with the lead. They're plus 250. Should we be looking at the Grizzlies the way they're playing right now? Man, I would love for Memphis to find a way to win game two then so I could buy in on the Jazz because I don't know when Donovan Mitchell is going to be back. He, he They cleared him. He was ready to go up. So this is what weirds me out about the Jazz right now. Did you see any of the post-game comments from like Rudy Gobert or any of his teammates yesterday? They were like as puzzled and, and as confused as like us as fans, like getting ready to watch that game because they announced Donovan Mitchell wasn't going to play, but he had been cleared. So like going into Sunday, we all thought that they were going to be uh, fully healthy and he was going to be available. And then a couple mm-hmm. hours before the tip-off, they announced him as out. Gobert even after was saying, well, we don't know what's going on because he was cleared to play. So we're all kind of confused. And then I forgot, was it Conley? I, I don't remember who it was. Somebody else was asked and they said, you need to ask him because we don't know what's going on. So that's kind of scary, man. I'm like, is this like a Kawhi Leonard situation in 2017 or whatever year that was in San Antonio where like the doctors cleared him, but then his doctors were like, I don't know if it's the best move to go out there. I don't know what's going on with Donovan Mitchell. That's kind of what scares me away from that series, but I expect Utah to get it together, man. The Grizzlies are on the come up. I think they still need a couple more pieces and they need more shooters. Um, That's the thing. Like the three point shooting kind of scares me away from them as dogs. It's something worth monitoring, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if players are truly reacting like that, if they're throwing up little signals there, you would think that, so they're thinking he should be on the court with us. He should be ready right now. So it's probably not something too serious, right? I mean, that was the expectation. We thought, okay, Mitchell's going to be good to go in the playoffs or or at least maybe a couple games in. But uh, if the players are acting like that, they're thinking he should be out there with us and they're – they're probably kind of blaming him on some level, even though uh, Utah had that big lead in the first half. They couldn't hang on to it. Big second quarter out of the Grizz. It, like, it reminded me of the Kawhi situation and then a little bit of the Derrick Rose situation where the year that he was like, you know, they're like, hey, he's going to be ready to come back. And then he didn't end up playing the entire year. And it was like his camp versus the Bulls camp. I'm not saying it's that serious or anything yet, but it was so weird because 20 minutes before tip off, I'm watching. Um, the TNT coverage and Ernie thought that Donovan Mitchell was going to be out there. And Kenny was Everybody like, did. play. And then Charles was like, they, n- none of them knew if he was going to be out there. And Ernie Johnson, yeah. who's, you know, one of the best at his job, what he does, he even thought Mitchell was going to be out there. So really weird situation. One that I'd continue yeah. to monitor. I don't see an eight seed advancing, but with no Donovan Mitchell, then maybe you do take a flyer on the Grizzlies, man, because John Moran's playing on another level right now. And Dylan Brooks, when he stays out of foul trouble is one of the better defenders uh, in the league. All right, maybe I can sell you on a serious price here. We think the Nuggets win tonight. Why wouldn't you jump on them at plus 220? It's probably going to be a six or seven game series. Plus 220, is this uh, going to be the best price you're going to get on Denver? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Because I do expect them to win tonight. But again, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't just because of guard play. Jamal Murray, uh, I mean, he was the breakout star. Him and Donovan Mitchell really in the bubble last year. And you need good guard play in the playoffs. Like, Look at the difference between the Milwaukee Bucks this year with Drew Holiday and the difference than last two years with Eric Bledsoe. You know, look at the look at the Lakers, whereas like when LeBron and Anthony Davis can't score, you know, you don't have a ball dominant guard that could go out and get you buckets in the fourth quarter like a Kyrie Irving or like a James Harden. And I think in the playoffs, that's just so important. And I think the loss of Jamal Murray is going to kill him because Jokic is going to be asked to do too much and they have to rely too much on guys like Michael Porter Jr., who's a great player but doesn't really have any proven success in the playoffs, and it's a completely different game in the playoffs. Memphis, they're the dog with the lead in the series. Phoenix, they're the dog with the lead in the series. Dallas, they're the dog 
with the lead in the series. Mavs plus 125, Clippers minus 155 after Dallas takes game one. Yeah, I'd buy in on the Clippers right now. That was awesome to see game because the Clippers tanked intentionally to get Dallas and then watching Luka dominate Patrick Beverly and scream in his face, you're too effing small. That was awesome. And I love Luka, man. Like Luka's a frustrating player because he cries and whines every trip down the floor to the point where even his own teammates are like, will you shut your mouth? But he's he's so competitive. I love watching him. But still, I think the Clippers are just going to be too much, man. I think Paul George will have a bounce back game too. You know, because if the Clippers lose this series, Joe, or if they don't advance to the Western Conference Finals, I think there's a good chance Kawhi leaves. Mm. They were minus 400 for the series before the first game. So Dallas steals one, and then all of a sudden they're minus 155. Maybe a, a bit of a bargain there. Okay, let's go over to the Eastern Conference game we have tonight. Woo! Bucks take a 1-0 lead. It took overtime, and now they're minus 500 to win the series. Heat plus 360. Should we just fade Coach Bud at plus 360? I mean, plus 360. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. Like, I wouldn't have a like a problem taking Miami, or if anybody does, because of what you saw in the bubble, and because you expect Jimmy Butler's not going to play that bad, and Bam Adebayo is going to score more than eight points, and they do have the coaching advantage with Spolstra over Mike Budenholzer. But uh, I, I think a Bucks <laughs> too much talent this year, Joe. Okay. Now, next round, I'll be fading the hell out of the Bucks every single game. I already sure. have. You know, Nets futures, NBA finals to represent the East in the finals. I'm still all in on the Nets. I'm just not in on on Miami. Miami's a a player away. It was a nice run in the bubble last year. The other thing is they've been beat up all year, man, because they didn't really have an offseason. They dealt with COVID issues, took them forever to get Dragic back on the floor. Tyler Hero, like those guys are just not the same player outside of the bubble. Tyler Hero is not going to average 18 against this Bucks team. I promise you, Drew Holiday and Pete are not going to allow that. No, I I also have Milwaukee winning this series, and I think it's going to be shorter than most expect. But until you see it, that Miami plus 360 is pretty darn enticing, even though I think the Bucs end up winning the series. You can get Knicks a two to one. It's going to be a long series, and uh, the results of game one would uh, leave you thinking, okay, this this could be back and forth the entire series. It's just a matter of, are the Knicks going to finish the Hawks off in any of these games? Knicks plus 200, Atlanta minus 250, not even considering the Hawks. No, no. And you know what? That's going to be a stay away from me just because like yesterday. So I'm rooting for the Knicks. I mean, but yesterday in the fourth quarter, that's what worries me. You know, if, yep. if I'm in the Knicks or I want to buy in on the Knicks, just because in the final couple minutes of that game, Trey could take the game over. Now, again, I expect Julius Randle to have a much better game. I mean, he was terrible from the floor yesterday. Yeah. But I just feel like. But when's Trey Young going to have a bad game in the series? Is it going to happen? And even if he does, though, like Bogdanovich only had 18 yesterday. I just feel like they have three or four guys that could create their own shot and get buckets. Whereas with the Knicks, maybe the Knicks are a year away from being a year away. Like, I like quickly. Uh, I like their guys, man. <laughs> in the playoffs, all about you, you all love about. that. You love that lo- line, especially with Jordan Love or a younger team a year away being a year away. Yeah, well, seriously though, because in the NBA playoffs, like you have to go through those growing pains. I mean, Jordan had to get beat up by the bad boy Pistons. LeBron had to get beat up, and then uh, you know leave his team to go and play with two superstars because he can't do it on his own, as he's proved throughout his career. Um, you know, Giannis, those first two years, like everybody kills Giannis. Like, when's this guy going to win a championship? You choke artist. He's 25 years old, man. Pump the brakes a little bit. What was Jordan 28 when he won his first title? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's it depends. If you get some superstars, then you don't need growing pains. Then you could be the Brooklyn Nets right. and they end up winning the title this year if that ends, ends up happening. Okay, the other two series in the East, as we all expected, Brooklyn and Philadelphia both take game one. Philly minus 2,000, Brooklyn minus 3,300. Any reason to take a flyer? Boston 12 to 1, Washington 10 to 1. I say no. No, but I'd buy into Washington before I'd buy into Boston just because, I mean, yes. obviously the loss of Jalen Brown is huge. And Jason Tatum has been great, but they're relying on him way too much. Um, Kemba Walker, again, too small for the playoffs. You put a wing defender on him, you could shut him down. So they just don't have enough scoring to compete. Uh, no, I mean, I, I if I'm picking the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't see anybody beating Philadelphia except for Brooklyn. And I don't see anybody, you know – I just I don't know how Brooklyn's going to stop Embiid, but I also don't know how anybody's going to stop Harden, Kyrie, and KD when they're fully healthy. So those two teams, no, I I would expect either of those teams or one of those teams at least to be in the finals. So I started the segment saying that there could be some value on the teams that have the 1-0 series lead, like maybe Memphis or maybe Dallas at plus money, maybe Phoenix. But at the end, after going through all eight series here and these prices, Horvey. I'm thinking the old, the team's down 0-1, right? Uh, yeah. Knicks, plus 200. Denver, plus 220. Clippers, minus 155. That's where I think the value sits here, just one game in. Yeah, I really like that price for the Clippers, minus 155. I mean, it's obviously not plus money, but I do think that they're the deeper team. I mean, Luka was awesome game one. But, like, other than that, who are they going to rely on? Because Porzingis- Do you like Clippers or Lakers more? Terrible. Which- which Clipper. series price? I like the Clippers more. I could legitimately, like, I could see the Lakers winning the next four and Anthony Davis averaging 30 in the series. But I could also see, like, the same thing that we saw game one, man, where, you know, one of those guys, LeBron or AD, will have a game where they go off for 30, but the other will struggle. And then they just don't have enough scoring. And like I said, if Aiton plays like that for an entire series, it's just so hard because DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker were so good yesterday, but it was their first playoff game. You know, so that's the only thing is I don't have past success to look on or a big enough sample size, but I don't know. I, I'm not going to bet against Devin Booker being awesome this series. I think he's going to average 30 a game. But again, like, I mean, are, are you asking me, do I want to back LeBron James, the arguably the greatest player of my generation, or a team with one playoff game under their belt, and Chris Paul, who never makes it healthy throughout a whole playoff series. That's the other thing. But, that but also LeBron has a much tougher opponent than the Clippers do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but man, what if Luca plays like that from yeah? No, nah, I'd go Clippers. I'd go Clippers. Okay. Stay away from the Lakers. I mean, you're uh, right. we, Lakers, but we spent the entire NBA season. When you when you talk about the difference in the two conferences, it's the Eastern Conference is top heavy and the West is deep, and it's fairly wide open. A lot of it depending on health. But uh I think that's gonna play out here in the first round. I know we're one game in, we don't want to overreact to everything, but you do want to react. I, I can see almost every Eastern Conference series short and almost every Western Conference series going six or seven. For sure, man. Every one of them. Every single one of them. It's just crazy. The West is wide open. Yep. Yep. going to be a lot of fun. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. Oh, yeah. Baseball's still going on. We only have eight games, but there are bets to be made. There's a lot of, I think, half the slate. I'm like, I got some pretty strong angles on this. We're going to talk about it next. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.